The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar, for lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon, here with the same two guys. Two weeks in a row, we got Casey Smith and Jarrett McKenzie, both of whom have the CFP designation, both of whom have an MBA behind their name. This is where it gets different, though. Jarrett. Now you got to bring this up every Jared. week. <laughs> what? I'm trying to inspire uh, you, Casey. I'm just I'm, has four kids, down. and Casey has two. <laughs> Is that what we were talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, oh, there's another. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, you have a CWS, with, which means what, again? It's that is a Certified Wealth Strategist. Certified yep. Wealth Strategist. A lot like so. the CFP. You got that one first, right? You I did. For your CFP? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was a good basis for it, too. I think it really helped out a good bit to have that, and especially as far as, you know, talking to clients and interacting with them and, and connecting with them in a way that, you know, it's, it's makes a little some of this more easy to understand if you don't do it every day. So Yeah. Well, All right. Good stuff. So what do you talk about in there? Is it still like trusts and Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it's, it's, it's very generalist, like kind of like the CFP is in that it's not specific to, say, tax or state planning. But, in fact, it just touches on all those things and really gives us more of a general basis for those things to discuss them at you know a certain length, but not at the length you would if you were to hire or engage an attorney or CPA. And so, uh, But just having some of that basis really allows us to kind of expand on some broader topics that clients may face. So, um, all right. Yeah. So, uh, suffice it to say, Jarrett is is highly qualified to give investment advice, wealth strategies, uh, any kind of financial planning advice. KC, on the other hand, is probably equally as qualified. He is. Yeah, I learned a lot from this guy. Uh, Jarrett was taking uh, credit earlier for the market going down. So, Jarrett, uh, that's sometimes right. it's good to be right, and sometimes it's good to not be a well, jerk. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, which one are you today again? I didn't make any money last week, but I still have my pride yeah. uh, because well, I was one of the only three of us that said last week the market was going down, mainly because you guys thought it was going up. One of the only three, are you up. saying the only one of the three? Well, tomato, tomato, you know. All right, so that's your way of bragging. This is like <laughs> you're a like the guy who picks, picks against the Falcons but, every week. Just, listen, so uh, you yeah. hope you'll be wrong. And But I'll tell you, my streak is up because normally when I say it goes down, it's you're, going in the other direction. There right. really was, yeah. was a, an attempt to drive the market up, but my, my mojo is gone. Your mojo Troy, is I out. think that's a that's a contrarian <laughs> indicator. We need to watch out. It is. Uh, <laughs> you, get, uh, you get folks that aren't, aren't real uh, – uh, astute on the markets, which yeah. I mean, we just said you're qualified. How can we now throw rocks at you? This this yeah. is a very difficult exactly. for, spot for we me. We said wealth strategy and financial planning. We didn't <laughs> say anything about the markets. All right, let's just AKA back off. Of, that's throwing, your department. Throwing yeah. darts. There we go. All right. Well, the market was down 0.43 percent uh, last week. Real estate led the way lower, uh, down two percent. Consumer discretionary is down 1.35. The big winner, financials, was up 1.22. 
Um, but there's not a whole lot to brag about. I guess it's uh, it's trailing the market. Financial sector is trailing the market slightly uh, on the year down uh, or up rather 8.19 percent. The overall S&P 500 is up 8.86 percent. The big winners. We hear this all the time lately. Information technology 16.5 percent higher on the year. Um, that's pretty good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, following on its heels, healthcare 15.3 percent. And then uh, toward the other end of the spectrum, we've got energy down 13.5%, as well as telecoms, which are down 11%. Now, telecoms had quite a rally in 2016. It uh, just looks like they're giving a whole lot back. And when you think about telecoms, um, you know, I'm, I'm the first guy to throw rocks at the Dow Jones Industrials. This is just 30 companies. They're, they're, uh, it's a, a price-weighted strategy, which I won't get into the details, but it actually doesn't give you – uh, a real good indicator as to what the overall market's doing. But uh, when you talk about telecom, the sector for the S&P 500 is about five or six companies. It's um, uh, one of those that's dominated by Verizon and AT&T. So yeah. uh, that's pretty much what we're saying is those two stocks are down 11% on the year when we talk about that. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, it wasn't the best of, uh, of weeks. We see a little volatility. We got a lot of news uh, out of the economy. Um, last Friday, we heard that uh, growth in uh, nominal personal income picked up slightly, 0.4%. Um, you know, it's it's not the greatest thing, but 0.4% uh, month over month would be awesome. We uh, um, It is moving in the right direction, I guess you can at least yeah, say that. That's true. Uh, University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment uh, Survey dropped two points it's uh down to 95.1 it's still you know in a high range uh consumers still seem to feel uh overall pretty good about That's a pretty their, pretty high number i mean it, it is. is it anything over 50 is considered well, positive is yeah that not so much in this particular case but in in most of the uh economic indicators we get yes absolutely 50 is uh is uh expansionary so right. uh, 50 or greater greater than 50 is expansionary so we've got uh u.s durable goods uh, ended the second quarter on a good note. Talking about over 50, this was at 57.8. It was 2.9 percent high, 2.9 points higher. Um, so uh, good news there as well. Um, factory orders actually took a step back in May. Uh, lost 0.8 percent, uh, down not quite 1 percent. Uh, that's pretty important. Uh, you look at factory orders; it's an early indicator as to um, what demand might be in the in the overall economy? Uh, U.S. FOMC minutes came out last week, and what's uh, or this week rather? What's really interesting to me is you see uh, a little bit of a split among the uh, the Fed governors as to when they might announce and start uh, the the unwind of quantitative easing, uh, trying to get their balance sheet lower. Um, there were some that uh, actually wanted them to wait for a couple of months, and um, as we know, they didn't. Uh, we heard the, the news a few weeks ago that um, the Fed is looking to unwind their balance sheet, so uh, we got that coming. Uh, Casey, you and I talked about this a little earlier today, um, what that means. Obviously, the Fed, not necessarily selling, but they're also not buying. So when you buy uh, in the bond market, prices go up, yields go down. Uh, what we've seen is those yields continue to go down, but I, I think it might be more economic-related right. relative to uh, all that's going on. But uh, the Fed seems set on letting the, the balance sheet 
uh, getting kind of a reset. So how that'll happen is uh, the bonds they bought uh, to to prop up the uh, the long end of the market, meaning to make yields lower, uh, to try to help long us out end of the housing lower, right? Right, yeah, to try to help us out of the uh, the housing crisis. Um, those bonds are maturing, and they're just basically not going to buy new bonds with the proceeds. So uh, we'll see a little more about that. So in what would you expect months, the, to be the result of that if they do if they do end up shrinking their balance sheet? Then that would be that would flatten the yield curve a little bit, wouldn't it? Or, or not uh, well, necessarily? Well, you know, if if you assume that it's uh, it's tantamount to selling, um, selling on the the long end would actually drive prices down and yields yield higher. Yield would go higher. So, yeah. so you would expect it to steepen. But uh, over the last few months, we have not been seeing that kind of action. Uh, the yield curve has, uh, has um, tightened a little bit between, and by that I mean that, two-year uh, treasury versus the 10-year treasury, the margin between the yields on those two have gotten smaller. So right. um, I don't think it's something to worry about just yet, but uh, surely something that we watch quite a bit. Uh, ISM manufacturing, oh, non-manufacturing, sorry about that, uh, non-manufacturing index rose uh, from 56.9 in May to 57, uh, 56.9 in April to 57.4 in May, I believe, uh, better than the above consensus forecast of uh, 56.7. So uh, non-manufacturing, which accounts for about 88% of GDP, this is a services index, uh, you know, kind of a long way to say that, but uh, um, is, is looking a bit stronger uh, in the market. Um, MBA mortgage applications, we look at this one every week. Um, the overall composite index in, uh, increased by 1.4%. Refinance index decreased, and the purchase index moved higher. Not really surprising. It's summertime. Folks are out buying houses. Uh, the economy's pretty good, so uh, you see folks that are that are uh, buying up a little bit. In, yeah, and uh, while interest rates in have been house. going up a little bit, there's still pretty good deals out there. I mean, it's not yeah. like you're having trouble getting financing and being able to afford the payments. So exactly. still, still a good time to buy. Yeah, if we look at a uh, 30-year average uh, on mortgages, 3.96%, um, which is uh, not a huge change from last week, but it's still high enough that it's not in the, not giving uh, anybody any kind of uh, encouragement to, to get out and refinance. I mean, we've had such a long cycle of abilities to refinance. If you wanted to do it by now, you would expect that you would uh, have done so. Uh, we've got uh, jobless claims. Uh, when is there ever bad news in jobless claims lately? Yeah. It's uh, it's the same old story. Employment situation has always been looking good. Guys, let's take a real quick break right here and uh, pay a few bills. We'll come back in a minute. You're listening to Money Talks. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.